Manx Radio's Countryside is brought to you by NFU Mutual. Hello and welcome to this week's Countryside programme here on Manx Radio. I'm Simon Clark. And I'm Kiri Kermode. This week we travel down to the Royal Manx Show where we caught up with all of the prize winners from both Friday and Saturday night. We talked to the judges and the supreme champions who took the Rose Bowl at the end of the day here on the Saturday. Well, another Royal Manx show over, Kiri, and uh, we're live at the showfield still doing this, and uh, we thought it would keep the atmosphere of this show because uh, it really has been an exciting couple of days here, hasn't it? And the weather has held out as well. They've been so terribly lucky, and there's a few spots of rain on now, but uh, what a great day it's been, the livestock in particular. Yeah, and it was one of the busiest Fridays I, I've ever known. I think people were a little bit sceptical about the weather and thought, well, we better come in on the Friday and, and get in there. But uh, today, as you said, it's just got a little bit tiny shower and a bit of wind towards the end of it. But I think it ended just right for the livestock handlers, not too hot at the end. It's been a nice day for the, for the livestock in particular. This morning it was blazing sunshine for the classes and there were so many people around eating ice creams, watching the actual animal judging. But not only that there's plenty for everyone to do if you're not maybe into animals there's the marquees the stall holding there's so much to see and do non-agricultural related too yeah and it was great to see so many people from all walks of life here uh, the two days at the royal manx well first of all we were there on the friday night because at the end of the day they awarded the prizes for the isle of man uh, food farming and fishing uh, areas and uh, there were some good uh, participants who took away the prizes in that and uh, a, a joint victory of the Diversification Award, Kiri. That's right, the Joint Diversification Award went to Will and Jeanette Qualtrough from Balacaran Meats and also Claire Lewis and Mike Walker from Isle of Man Goats and I caught up with Claire on the evening to see what the award was about. It's lovely, it's always nice to get an award and, and um, you know, just a bit of appreciation, not not just for us but for all our far- you know all the farmers on the island do. Yeah, we all work really hard. And returning back to agriculture, you now keep 260 goats and and one of the, the biggest boa herds in the whole of the UK here on the island. Yep, um, we're, well we're down to about 200 at the moment um, and uh, we love the boars, um, they're great animals, the meat's fantastic um, but we have just started a major diversification into dairy. Um, so we've just come out of a movement restriction for importing um, some uh, pedigree purebred Anglo-Nubian dairy goats. So you're looking to make products of, of the milk of these goats for the future? Um, yeah, we've started with our cheese in a very, very small way, and it, it will be a very small way um, for a while, because I've only got, it sounds pathetic, to, to all our big um, cow dairy men on the island, but I have two dairy goats in milk at the moment. Well, it's incredible the amount of milk that they produce, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're giving me um, a good eight litres a day. Um, which, you know, for, for the scale of our business, doing the farmers markets and farm gate sales and everything, that's fine. You know, we've sold out of cheese today. Um, Mike's not actually participating in this interview because he has to go home and milk. Um, you know, that's the reality of farming. You, you just got to keep going and you've got to keep working. And um, yeah, so I'll be making cheese most of the night to bring to the show tomorrow yes it's absolutely fascinating but you like the direct sale to customers they can ask you all the questions they know exactly where it's came from yes it's a real joy um, because you get the feedback you get the honesty um, but you also you also get that fantastic buzz when somebody 
I mean, I've had people today at the Royal Show, they've bought socks from us in the past more than once and they've come back um, not because they've worn out but they want another colour or they want um, you know a different um, type of sock um, and and that really means something because because if you're selling direct to your customer you soon know if your product is going to stand and where it's going to stand the test of time because if people don't come back and they don't buy again then that's it isn't it and the minister said said this evening he said um, if you don't have customers you don't have a business I would like to go further and I would like to say to the Manx public if you don't have farmers you'll end up with no food and we are at crisis point in Manx agriculture and everybody keeps glossing over it. But if we don't get the general public on the Isle of Man really backing Manx produce, there will be very little of it. And in the future, we don't know what's going to happen with Brexit. We don't know what's going to happen with world wars and all the rest of it. I don't want to be a doom and gloom person because I'm not. I'm, I'm totally positive about so many things. But for goodness sake, get behind Manx products and Manx agriculture. That was Claire Lewis from Isle of Man Goats. <laughs> and another award for the night was the food and drink category. And I caught up with Will Folds and Charlotte Trainer from the Apple Orphanage. So we're pushing into our uh, ninth season. Eighth season? Sorry. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> a long time, long enough that I don't remember. Um, but it's yeah, it's been fantastic. We've had a, a like you know wonderful to win this award. Um, it really makes us feel uh, proud of what we've done, and also kind of makes us strive to, to continue making things bigger and better. You have a good range of products now, Charlotte. It's not just apples now. No, not at all. Um, we fairly quickly after apples expanded into um, pressing rhubarb and then gooseberries. Um, and to be honest, it was a bit of trial and error about what sort of products we should uh, turn those into. Uh, but we came up with our idea for sparkling the range of sparkling presses and. Uh, that's ever growing. So yeah, we've uh, we've got lots and lots of ideas. Uh, we're sort of just limited by time and space, really. And obviously, one of your key factors is minimal waste, low chemical use, a lot of natural product. Yeah, it was really important to us when we we kind of everything grew out of um, us making use of waste on our small kind of like or my parents' farm. Um, and then as we've kind of grown that up, we realised that we could really make something fantastic with things that were already on the island that just weren't being utilised and we've really embraced that as a, a concept from the ingredients through to then the bottles and kind of reuse of everything that we possibly can. Our goal at the moment is we're looking to try and get new premises where we can be a lot more um, with everything being natural and making use of everything. We want it to be a very transparent process so we're hoping to kind of have a new premise where people can kind of come and be involved in the process almost. And that's what people like, they love the idea of knowing where their food comes from when they drink, it's local. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean, we, we're always getting people asking if they can come and do tours or tastings and things like that. And at the moment, it's just such a tight, small space that it's really difficult. But we want to encourage that. And uh, I think it goes a long way into educating people about where food comes from as well. We'd like to encourage that more. Let's have a chat with the joint winners of the Diversification Award, uh, Will and Jeanette Qualtro, Balakaran Meats. Congratulations, first of all. Thank you very much. When, when did it all start for you? We started back in 2013 selling um, our own lamb direct to customers um, and this last sort of 12 months we've managed to um, get the van on the road and be out there supporting 18 other producers. 
what sort of road has it been will has it been a, a tough one to get going in this sort of industry because you know the, the, the farming industry they're always uh, scrimping and scratching and then the poverty line that they say but i mean you must have looked into this well before you got going i thought yes we're we, you know committed to make a go of it uh, yeah we were committed to make a go of it uh, as soon as we decided we were going to do something different um we probably didn't do as much research as lots of people would we just thought it was a good idea it was for the right reasons we're passionate about manx food and drink we really think that the whole agricultural industry would be a lot better off if manx food was marketed for being manx its provenance we learned from directly selling our own lamb for those since 2013 that people wanted more than just lamb they wanted to go to a shop where they could guarantee that what they bought was 100% Manx. There was complete transparency and they couldn't really get it anywhere. They were, I don't know, false labelling, misadvertising, whatever it might be. There was nowhere that they could guarantee. And that's what Jeanette and I set about last October when we had this mobile shop targeting areas of the island where there are no grocery shops, butcher shops. And I suppose, Jeanette, being out on the road with the van, you get a lot of face-to-face feedback from people yeah that's been really positive um, it's been really nice getting to know the customers um, and you know you get the same ones coming back week by week um, and it just grows each week you see new people and new faces and it's lovely we appreciate what we do and they spread the word yeah. and it's by word of mouth that it's grown yeah and is it one of them things that when you're looking now a little bit further down the line when you've sort of got settled in with it that it's quite a satisfying industry that you've got now yeah, it is. Um, obviously, customer um, care is one of our main objectives as well, and it's really important um, to keep that concept going with our customers. Um, we're out sort of three days every week now um, and looking to build that up very soon to be out there sort of five, six days a week. Well, keep up the good work. Thank you very much. We'll keep working at it. <laughs> well, Stuart Allenson from uh, Rendu Farm at Jerby, congratulations. You've won the Farming Award. You must be quite delighted with that. Thank you, Simon. I'm delighted indeed, Simon, yes. Yeah, and what, what sort of thing does it mean? Does it, when you look at it and come to these awards and you come away with the, the farming winning award, I mean, how does it make you feel? Um, it makes me feel very proud. Um, it makes me feel that somebody actually appreciates the hard work that goes into the farming, Simon. And it isn't an easy one, is it? You're up at all hours, It's uh, the weather affects everything, you just can't do everything inside, can you? You can't, Simon. It's been a particularly hard one this year with the very dry weather, and it's been, as you say, all hours, four in the morning till 11 at night some days with irrigation. Really? Yeah. Well, you've got uh, around 300 acres, I think, to keep an eye on, and the biggest uh, vegetable supplier on the island, is that correct? That's correct, Simon, yeah. yes. We supply most of the vegetables to... Uh, Robinson's in Shoprite, and you know some to Tesco as well. And they've obviously got to congratulate them as well for for supporting this side of your business. Uh, yes, it's nice that they recognise the need for um, a local supply of produce here on the island. What about when you? Up here listening to the guest speakers at this awards and seeing all the other uh, people who are trying to keep everything as local as they can and promote it as much as they can locally. It, it must be quite nice to be sitting alongside of them. It is, Simon, yes. It's lovely to see people uh, talking about buying local and, 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 you know, see the horticultural sector, the agricultural sector develop and, and go forward from there, yes. 
tough old industry you're in. I mean, uh, you're not ready to throw the cap in yet, though. Is there still a future? There's still a future, Simon. People have to eat at the end of the day. So, yes, you know, you're always looking for tomorrow. Um, something's going to be different tomorrow, but it, it'll be a new challenge. It might be hot weather now. It might be wet weather next time. It might be windy weather. Who knows, Simon? We'll, we'll take the challenges as they come. Well, many congratulations uh, on you and your family and your team on this uh, special farming award this evening. Thank you, Simon. It's interesting to note you say team because, uh, of course, that award, although it's given to me, um, you know, I have a team of 10 staff work for me. Some of them work for me for 25 plus years, and I really appreciate, you know, the hard work they've put in. I appreciate my customers as well. I've dealt with some of them for over 30 years, Simon. And, you know, that, that's a great relationship to have with a, a customer. Well, let's have a chat with Chris Clugson from the Carroll Point Seafoods. Uh, many congratulations, Chris. Uh, your work has been recognised uh, winning the first award in the fishing side of it. I'm very uh, honoured to, to, to receive this award. Uh, it's great to have your, your work acknowledged. It's um, a way of life. Uh, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a, a normal job whatsoever at all, but it, it's, it's sort of paid off. But of course, you're a, we know where the hard work and the hours that you put in, but you've had a lot of help from your family backing you and, and starting this business as, and thriving as it is now. I have. I've had a lot of support of my partner, Ailish, and her family. They've made receiving this award possible. But I mean, what, what sort of things um, are, are you catching in this day? You stick to the, we the stick things to, you know? We stick to the main Manx products, which are, are uh, mainly uh, crab and lobster. Most of our processing crab at the moment this time of year. Do you do smoke side of things as well, doesn't you? Yeah, so we do, we do a little, little sideline of, of smoked mackerel and, and smoked calic. Yeah, but many congratulations. I know, Chris, that uh, you're, you're a quiet man underneath it all and just get on with the work and it Try seems to. to be working for you. Cheers, thank you very much. Andrew Lees, you had one of the difficult jobs of being a judge for the day for the awards. Long day. Long day, long two days. Um, interesting when you say difficult, difficult but brilliant it's one of those sort of the best two days you can have in a year actually going around and seeing what the businesses are doing and how proud some of these uh, um, sort of uh, businesses are with regards to what they're producing and you added in a different category this year as well it wasn't just the standard tomorrow's farmer no, we, we, we brought in the fisheries sector as well. That is a very, very important sector uh, within, on the island as well. And working with our colleagues in the fisheries directorate as well, we, we've put something together in terms of to actually celebrate those. And um, yeah, two very, very great um, businesses, you know, the Fish House with Paddy and Chris Clogson, uh, Callow Seafood. And Chris is just over the moon. He, he's one, you know, he's, looks like he's on cloud nine. You can really see it in his Brilliant. face tonight, can't yeah. you? And that's what this awards is for. It's that recognition. It's that recognition. It was it was brilliant. You know, you take again what Chris has done. Fantastic. You're then taking the, the fact that in terms of the diversification, where you've got Isle of Man Coats and Balakan, we really really struggle to actually separate those two. So a, a properly joint winner for that reason. I think it's you know they both deserve it. And then coming up to sort of Apple Orphanage, you know, always behind always behind you know keeping quiet. But what they're doing, fantastic. And then Stuart Allenson. What can I say? I mean, passionate about it. Um, and we're going around is actually showing us this is what the issues we're having with the water at the moment this is what i'm doing etc etc brilliant all, all everybody who entered really well really well well deserved the island is now seen as a bit of a foodie destination and that said the great taste awards the oscars of food have just been declared and we have received many many awards here we've got 73 73 awards and that's nearly sort of one 
award per thousand of people. But that's that's massively higher than Jersey, Cornwall, Lancashire, Northern Ireland, Southern Ireland. It's brilliant. It shows that we're becoming a foodie destination. And we've got, again, two, three-star awards. Closely, so Chorizo, uh, it's absolutely unbelievable. It's brilliant. And then, again, yet again, Berries, you know, three-star award. I mean, what they are doing down there is, you know, brilliant. Christmas puddings and everything else but yeah it's, we, we are becoming a foodie destination and I think that's all down to the food producers that's down to the farmers the fishermen and the food producers producing something and innovating really really innovating looking for something slightly different and I think that's what we're actually seeing in here people are really really proud and it, it's great that you're actually seeing the consumers actually asking for it asking for it where's the provenance and we don't realise as Manx public what is on offer to us this is some of the highest rated food there is in, in, within Europe now. Yeah, I mean, I think if I remember correctly, there's something like 12,000 entries, and I think there was only 192 three-star awards, 1,200 one-star awards, and we've got we've got a fair old chunk of that. I and mean, if you go back four years ago, we had 10. Now we've got 73. I mean, I'm beginning to wonder how we're going to go further from here. We're we going to have to go. Yeah, it's brilliant. And this is the bit. This is all part of the food matters strategy to actually develop the food sector. And it's not just one business. It's all from the farmer, the fisherman, all the way through to the consumer. The consumer again is always the king. The consumer will tell us what we want. We've got to listen to the consumer. Well, there we are, the winners of the Isle of Man Food Farming and Fishing Awards. Uh, there was Andrew Lees there, the judge. Uh, it was also Chris Clugson from Carroll Point Seafoods. Stuart Allenson from Rendu Farm in Jerby. Uh, before that, Will and Jeanette uh, from Balacaran Meats, the Qualtros there. And firstly, Claire Lewis from Isle of Man Goats. <laughs> Really good award tonight that was, but uh, it took us to the Saturday and uh, a lot of crowd gathered around the, the main ring at four o'clock and it started bang on time, so uh, it kept some of the animals there a little bit longer than was, was, was uh, desirable. But it was a real privilege to get into that final ring. That final lineup is so special, but to parade your animals in such a great audience of Manx people and just for the public to see what goes on at these farms, it was a real spectacle for everybody around the ringside this time. Well, the judge was picked by the president, Jim Cayley, and the judge uh, was A.D. Corlett from uh, uh, Baldrine area there. And he took a good uh, walk up and down the lines and eventually, after a little bit of confusion, uh, tapped the winner forward. And it was the Kane family's uh, Limerson Heifer that took away the prize. And I caught up with delighted Lee Kane. Yeah, really, really, really pleased. Some some great cattle in that ring today, and especially in the limousin classes earlier on, there was the heifer class that she won was probably the best class of the day. Some super animals. Uh, Richard and Beaky had some great animals in there, and it was it was a tight run thing. And yeah, once she won that, she just she then went on to win yeah. the rank spread. So I was really pleased. But it is a nice sight, I suppose, as somebody who's breeding limousines to see them lined up one behind the other in that grand parade. Yes, we've only a small amount of limousines. We've not been too many years at it, but uh, uh, we're delighted with the ones we've got, the way they're coming through. So it's a, it's a long process and uh, it's a, lot, a lot of work goes in. It's, you know, there's a lot of effort gone into it, so we're really pleased. Yeah, because you've you've had a good couple of runs over the last few years, haven't you? And this, I suppose, it it doesn't stop getting any more pleasurable, does it? No, definitely <laughs> not. I mean, we, there's no one more surprised than us when we won our first Supreme, which was two years ago, and then we got 
Supreme at the Southern last year, and then this this year it's just it's got to end sometime. They're all they're all uh, they're all up for it. Pippi Pippi's got some good limousines too, and he's he's uh, you know they're all keen to compete yeah. and beat you. So. But but it doesn't go as he said without hard work, and you can't do it on your own, Lee, can you? No, I've had a lot of help. Um, my dad, uh, Sarah, Ellie, and Tom. You know, Tom Tom's keen. He helps me all winter uh, with them. Uh, spends a lot of time. That's that's how they manage to stay so quiet. The fact he's in amongst them in the winter and really keeps them quiet. But come showtime, Willie Hamilton's a great help. He's helps us prepare them. And there's no one better at the job. He's fantastic. He help. He's probably helping five or six different people on the show field today. Willie, different breeds. He's fantastic at it, clipping and trimming them and brushing them. Yeah. And then did you know this one stood a good chance? Once you've gone on to uh, to win limousine and Manx spread, you're always thinking in with a shout. But Manx spread's always a nice one to win. It was, it was, the ring was full of animals of all breeds in that one, so to win that one was really pleasing. Yeah. Um, so a little bit about it. Heifer is it two years old roughly? Is it? Yeah, she's two and a half year old. She's in calf now. Um, she was actually the calf at foot when we won our first Supreme Championship two years ago. Um, she's by Ampertain Foreman and she's by Mother is Straw Frank Gloria, which is our first cow we ever wore. Yeah. So, yeah, really pleased with her. Well, you're going to uh, pack everything away now and quietly sit down with, with the Hamlet cigar or something? No, I think we'll be heading for the beer tent. <laughs> Congratulations, anyway, to you and your family. Well done. Thanks very much. Lee Kane and his family there taking the supreme champion uh, with the Limousin Heifer uh, for 2018 at the Royal Manx Agricultural Society show. Uh, you also had a good day, Kerry, the Kermode family with the Texel. We certainly did, coming in second reserve in the Grand Parade with our homebred Texel U, a baby dreamer as we call her. She's followed in her mother's footsteps, who's uh, been in that show ring a good few times, but we've never just won that Supreme Championship, Simon, but we still keep battling. But a very proud moment for our family today at the show. Well, you were first in the ring and you had to keep the uh, that and the Charolais sheep, which I always get confused with because it must be the only breed that uh, cattle are named Charolais and sheep are, which is confusing. But you were there first and had to keep the sheep quiet all that time. That's right. We took uh, champion and reserve in the short wool section and those classes alone were really, really hotly contested this year. But the two sheep in the Grand Parade there, they stood quietly, uh, but they were glad to see the trailer coming to take them back out again. Yeah, well done to you new Family, Thank anyway. you, Simon. Okay, the runner-up or first reserve at this year's championship uh, was the Ayrshire Cow uh, from the Masson family, Vicky Sloan Masson and Neil Masson, and their two youngsters as well. Uh, they were delighted to take away that first reserve prize. But also on the Friday night, they had success as well at the uh, awards for the juniors with the calf section. And I caught up with them to find out all about their great weekend that they'd achieved well, let's get a, a chat with some of the younger award winners. Uh, this was from the Friday. Uh, Alec Masson, you were, were showing the, the Holstein calf, I believe, and took the champion in that. Yeah, she's a lovely calf, and the first few classes she was a bit mm, stoppy. And then she got used to it and walked well. Yeah, and how old are you now? Twelve. Twelve, and how does it feel when the... They're quite strong, even though they, they're only calves at the moment, aren't they? Yeah, well, when I've been brought up around cows, you've been used to them. And if you train them from a young state, they know who's boss, really. 
But how does it feel when on the Friday they come round with the rosette and said you've won the champion calf? Um, it feels quite good. Yeah. Sorry, relief because all your work's paid off. A lot of work. Yeah, a lot of work. Like and well done. You've had a good day. Uh, the rest of your family as well. We'll get a chat with them. So well done, and you can be back next year to show more. Yeah. Well, Vicky, so last and let's turn to you. It's been a fantastic weekend for your family, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, I couldn't ask for any more, really. <laughs> it was something, I think, unusual. People were talking about it, whether it was the first time it ever happened that, uh, that the same family had three um, in, the, in the final Grand Parade. Uh, yeah, three champions. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever heard of it before, but... Uh, yeah, can't quite believe it really. Yeah. Let's have a chat with Neil. Um, the S is a new to you, I suppose. Is there a big difference in, in handling and looking after them? Uh, the airships have certainly got a lot of character. A bit more feisty, yeah, are they? Yeah, quite we say spirited. <laughs> yeah, um, take a look. The, the, the whole scenes are known for being placid and uh, very easy to work with. Um, yeah, the, it's, it's a different different breed, different challenge, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a, a learning curve and the kids have mucked in and, and got on with it really, it's, it's good to see them, they're so keen. What about for people who may not know too much about livestock, I mean, you know, if you put certain breeds of dogs together, you know, they may not get on, and what's it like with, with cows and cattle in that respect, the Ayrshire and the whole scenes? Oh, it's fine, yeah. um, it's, there is a hierarchy amongst the herd, but it doesn't matter what breed they are. There's, uh, there's, there's, I mean, there's a matriarch cow, but uh, and then they've got a, there's a pecking order and uh, clovers in the, in the middle somewhere. So it's it's not really uh, any breed specific. Uh, but I mean, to to be here and all these awards that you've won on this particular weekend and down at the Southern Show a few weeks ago as well, um, and a lot of work uh, on your own farm to to keep them up to that standard. Yeah, oh, I've lost count of the number of baths a cow we've had. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a good job I don't shower very often. <laughs> and what a brilliant success they had. They did, they won the, the calf uh, section there. They had the first reserve with the Esher cow and also the third reserve uh, with the Holstein cow that they were holding as well. So a fabulous weekend for, for them. We've tried to squeeze in as much as we can on this week's programme. I hope you've enjoyed that. And uh, we'll be back, uh, hopefully, to some sort of normal countryside on next week's programme, Kiri. But a very enjoyable uh, two days, wasn't it? A real success for the Royal Manx and the weather held out and it makes all the difference. All right, uh, we'll be back next week with more. So from me, Simon Clark. I'm Mika Rikomud. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.